It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we connect the dots between our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual facets. And as I have said in many shows, we are extremely complex human beings. And uh, so I focus on the being part because we need to learn how to just be in the moment as well. Um, I have a website, www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com, and all of the shows are archived there. So my guest today has several shows with me over the last four years now. Yeah. And um, so you can go and find Chris Gibson on a number of shows in those archives. The other thing that I like to point out is that when you go to the website, there is a banner where you can subscribe to a free health newsletter. The company is a sponsor of this program, and the name of the company is Boomers Forever Young. And they have amazing, world-class health nutritional products. I do use them, I've used them for some time, and we're actually going to talk about one of those products on our show today, because the importance of health and skin are directly related. And so as you are healthy on the inside, it is reflected on the outside. So Chris Gibson is uh, my guest, and he is a holistic health expert who specializes in skincare. He also has an amazing uh, podcast, and you're up to how many? Yeah, the so YouTube channel is up to 115,000 people. Okay, that are subscribing yeah. to it. So yeah. that is so cool so because 10,000 a month are subscribing. It's crazy. <laughs> And that means that they're learning all about the importance of taking care of the largest organ that we yep. have, which is our skin. Um, you also wrote a book a number of years ago, and that's how I met you. Right. Um, and it was called Acne Free in Three Days. Yep. And you were featured on GMA and The Daily Buzz and several other talk shows. So you really know what you're doing, which is a good thing. Yep. Um, and people are now you know, listening to what you say about all of these millions and millions, probably billions of dollars of skincare yep. items that are out there in the world and the ones that are good and the ones that are just kind of so-so. Right. And you help them determine where they need to maybe spend their money. Right, yeah, because it's all about ingredients, not brand name and price. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's very, <laughs> very ingredients true. don't lie. Right. Results don't lie, right? Right, right. Um, and sometimes I think... <laughs> You know, even if you're spending 30 or $40, which isn't a lot for skincare, um, if it doesn't have the right ingredients in it, it's just like throwing 30 or $40 right. down the drain. Right, yeah, you need to know what your skin type is and what your, your particular um, issues, I don't really like that word, but what particular things you're wanting to improve or enhance or support the health of your skin um, let's take for instance, <clears throat> for example, sun damage, mm-hmm. uh, which almost everybody accumulates some as we get older. Even if you've been really good, like I have, about wearing sunscreen, there is an accumulative effect of that on the DNA of the skin cells. So I always like to say cells, skin cells in particular, are like a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy. So as we get older, you know, things like mitochondria, which we'll talk about today, and telomeres. Um, get frayed and the the copy isn't quite as clear and crisp as the last one and um, then there's things like diet and lifestyle uh, and genetics would play into the amount of collagen that you produce in your skin it varies by sex too men tend to have a little bit more collagen built up in their skin than women do and then there are hormonal effects on all that so you're right it's a very complex thing that goes on and yet, the skincare industry as a whole is here's a bottle of stuff that will fix all that. <laughs> and, and it's a topical. And so, I really do believe in good topicals, but I also believe, which I believe is the focus of this particular show, that your habits, your dietary habits, uh, your gut health, uh, your physical fitness, those things really play a big role in the overall health of your skin because it is reflective 
of what goes on. Many times before we had all the diagnostic tests that we have today, people could tell someone was ill by the way their skin looked. Mm-hmm. You know, hepatitis, very yellow, anything problem with the liver. A lot of times when people are in their uh, last moments, their skin begins an oatmeal color. So um, there is a whole lot of things that go on that create different colors in the skin. People that have too much silver, that take too much silver in their diets, get a blue hue that may not ever go away. So there's a lot of complexity. And what I try to do is take all of that and kind of get rid of all the craziness and make it very straightforward and um, personal to the person who is looking for the help. Now, I do know that you mentioned telomeres. And um, I do know that when you have shortened telomeres, you know, that um, you can't like rebuild them under normal circumstances. And that's kind of like a, a death sentence to cells as the telomeres shorten. Right. Yeah, you can do things to support um, them. There's not really a way to re- necessarily repair or regrow them that I know of yet. I know that they are experimenting with a lot of different things. But there is a way to slow down and enhance the skin cells. Well, there's a way to slow down the destruction or fraying of those. And there is also... There are also ways to support the skin cell's health, giving it a longer life, despite the fact that you may have some of that going on. Mm -hmm. Um, How much is genetics a part of this, too? Because it seems to me like there are some people that remain eternally youthful in the way they look. I think genetics gives you uh, like a baseline, uh, I would say like a, a baseline timing biologically of how your body's going to behave. But there are a lot of things we, I mean, that's been proven over and over again that you can do to trigger things, you know, like smoking. And some people smoke, they live to be 100. Well, George, <laughs> some <Burns>. people, yeah, <laughs> some people smoke, they die at 30. Mm-hmm. So until we really understand what genes in particular a person has, and I'm sure we'll get there, because uh, we are getting there with the, the DNA mm-hmm. tests, and mm-hmm. we're learning more and more how those things were late to health like I have I've done a DNA test on every one of those platforms uh, two three and uh, two three and me has a really robust health but now you can get tests you can take those DNA tests and there are companies that will look at your results and tell you for specifics mm-hmm. like specific like where your weaknesses yeah, where your might weakness be, might be. Mm-hmm. so I think as we move through people will get get um, more and more educated on that but genetics certainly plays a role However, what I try to remind people is none of us are designed to be here forever. (laughs) And who would want to be? Um, You know, so what I try to focus on is feeling good and looking good, whatever your age is. Uh Um, Because there's no rule out there that says when you're 60, you need to feel much different than you did when you were 20 or 30. I don't. So there are a lot of people I know that are that way. But then I know people in their 40s and they're, you know, they're like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm already achy. My knees are, you know, I'm like, eh. Right. And, and how much I, of that is mental? Bullshit. I think a lot of it is because society, um, you know, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. And, and uh, you know, you, you get to decide for yourself. Are you going to go along with what society thinks and, and what's in your face all the time? as far as what you should expect in the way of decline, Mm -hmm. because I need to sell you this. (laughs) Right. Because you're declining. Well, I know people that that live, have lived and live to near 100 or more, and they're up and around. They still see just fine. And everybody goes, oh, well, they're lucky. That must be genetics. Well, a lot of times, if you notice, the thing that's interesting about those people, more so than that to me, is their attitude. Right. Right. They like living life. Mm -hmm. Their desire Mm -hmm. to be out and about, to be in the sunshine, to read books, to watch movies, to be with family is so strong that it retards that. And they've proven that in studies that that leads to less inflammation, which I know that we're going to talk about that because that's the big the big the big bugaboo in the room. Mm -hmm. But inflammation comes from a lot of areas and stress is a number one and if you have a really bad attitude toward your life or you just like I don't hate my body and all that stuff you're contributing to that and that factor spreads out like ripples in a pond um, 
and affects all those things like telomeres and mitochondria and, and, and uh, your health overall. You so. know, there is a uh, condition, and you've kind of triggered that. I, I, I want to mention it just because it fits where we're currently uh, focused, but it's called body dysmorphic disorder. Oh, yeah, a lot of people. And so these are people that constantly undergo the knife one way or the other because they don't like what they see in the mirror, right? Right. And so what I have said under, you know, so many different shows, you know, regardless of the topic, is that if we are 50 trillion cells that are constantly vibrating, and you're looking in the mirror and saying, my nose isn't right, my boobs aren't right, I don't have enough, you know, fat in my hips, you know, whatever it is that you are focused on, then all of those 50 trillion cells are vibrating at a very negative level, which then makes their health in question because they can't do well if they're in a negative environment yeah yeah. and the whole the whole from the macrocosm of the universe down to the tiniest cell everything is about motion forward Mm -hmm. when you cut yourself you heal that is that same mechanism that heals us that moves propels everything forward so yeah, attitude is a big one. You know, I don't talk a whole lot about it on my channel, although I do constantly say, well, I talk about anti-aging and I talk about looking more youthful, your skin looking more youthful. Those are terms that we know what that means. I am in no way saying we want to turn, you're not turning back the clock. You're turning the clock forward in a healthier way. You cannot turn back the clock. Yeah, you can't go back to being 20 yeah. or 15. Nor would you want to. I wouldn't think. <laughs> Most people would not want to do it. I don't want to do that. Um, so, you know, the thing is to have a good presence of mind to take all the things that you've learned through a lifetime and be able to function well uh, in your life and feel good. Mm-hmm. And when people feel good, they look good at any age. So it really is about, it really is about looking good through the, through the action of feeling good and health. Healthy people look better. Not just because they're healthier, but because they feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things about me and my age on the channel has been such a controversy, it was one of the things that made the channel grow, is that I'm about to be 58. So clearly I don't look 58, but there are a lot of people that don't look their age in my age group because we started learning some things that people before us didn't know. So I certainly don't look like any of the Golden Girls <laughs> from the 80s. You know, I don't look like that. Um, that was 50s then. 50s now much much different but it's the whole it's the whole thing about how I sound and how I move I feel good I have a lot of I have a lot of energy which shows up in my personality which comes through my voice and my body movements and the way I present things on the video I look like I'm feel like I'm in my 30s and if you want to assign an age to that that's fine I don't as I said, I don't feel much different than I did then energetically. Mm-hmm. In fact, I run on less sleep now than I did then. <laughs> so, you know, it's it really is a mixture of decision-making and what your beliefs are because that drives everything. And then, of course, that stress level that comes from all of that, you know, really trying to, re- to relax and be mindful. Mindfulness is really finally getting um, its due in the medical community where it's being recommended, you know, where doctors are recommending people integrate periods of time in their day, if they have high blood pressure or what have you, or they're ill and they're trying to recover of just quietness, mm-hmm. shutting it all off, especially the phones, mm-hmm. you know, cause now we carry the world with us in our pocket, which has got <laughs> millions of benefits we could list. There's it's, a, we just used that technology a minute ago. It's wonderful. But if it takes over your life, and it starts to affect how you feel about yourself or it begins to overwhelm you and stress you out or you find yourself mindlessly scrolling through Instagram pictures of filtered people thinking, well, I don't look like that. <laughs> well, they don't either. <laughs> I, I can detest that. I have I don't filter my videos, but I use lights because it's a video. So, I, of course, I look much better in bright light. Movie stars look better in bright light. But the realism is is you just need to find a way to be happy with where you are you are where you are. Mm-hmm. Start from there, and then make the improvements that you want to see, and you're gonna, you'll be fine. Right, and then, and I guess part of this too is again going back to 
nutrition because what we eat affects how we feel, uh, whether we do have energy right. or not. And, um, you know, so the antioxidants that you can consume to a certain degree come from food, but we also need to be looking at supplements because you and I have talked about the fact that um, our soil today is so malnourished, if you will. Um, we, you know, are constantly growing things in the soil, but the minerals, the vitamins that were all there once upon a time are pretty much gone. And um, so it's important to take all of that into consideration. Yeah. Even if you go organic, you still have a soil that is not what it was 50 years ago. All right. Yeah, and I mean, nutrition is... is Again, it all fits in there because as you want to feel better, you'll make better decisions about what you eat. Now, mm. you know, you, everybody knows there are certain things I eat that don't agree with me. So why would I continue to eat them? Well, people do. There are things that I do that make me feel better, that help me lose weight, that give me more energy. So it really is acknowledging that and then making those choices because there are so many things that are missing. I, and since I add collagen peptides to my diet, it's mm -hmm. one of the things that I do. Mm -hmm. There's 19 amino acids that the body needs. Now, collagen peptides, a lot of controversy over there. Studies do show that it does help. We've known it's helped for joint health and those types of things. But it's the basis of collagen building in the body. And people get different results from that because people are deficient in different areas. So if you're deficient in amino acids, which is what those proteins are, chain amino acids, and you're having issues with your hair, and you take something, a supplement like collagen peptides, and it I won't say fixes that problem, but it supplements, it repairs that area or it fulfills that, that lack, you're going to get the hair improvement where you may not get something like aches and pains that somebody else gets from that. Right. So it's very selective. You know, I talk a lot about, I've been talking a lot about supplements like vitamin K2, which is huge for skin, uh, huge for bone, brain. So why is that health. so important and where can you get Well, there's, people think of vitamin K. There's vitamin K1, which we're all familiar with, which is the clotter, which mm -hmm. is the one that most people, mm -hmm. you know, they give vitamin K shots. My mom used to get those because she bruised so easily and she was on blood thinners. And vitamin K is also in bananas, right? It's in a lot of things. It's in, the vitamin K1 is very easy to get. Mm -hmm. It's vitamin K2 that's harder to get. Right. So we usually recommend supplementation of that. And what vitamin K actually does is it helps your body process and place calcium where it's needed. So hips, bones, bones brain health, right. teeth, skin, collagen mm -hmm. building, mm -hmm. very important for all of those. And when people begin supplementing that, especially women who are very deficient in that, it really can make a big difference. It's a, a palpable, feel better, start to look better mm -hmm. difference mm -hmm. because calcium is such an important component. Now you're gonna take too much of it, you know, and anytime we talk any sort of supplements, you speak to your doctor. I right, mean, that's a right. given. Right, but you could but, get kidney but stones. But you can get kidney stones mm -hmm. if you don't really need it. Mm -hmm. So it really is assessing where you are personally. And you can, there are all kinds of companies now that you can send in a sample and they'll come back and tell you how much of this hormone you have and how it's not even expensive. It's like 100 bucks mm -hmm. or less. Mm -hmm. Or your doctor can run a panel and, mm -hmm. and work with you. Mm -hmm. So... You know, that then I get the question, well, my doctor isn't really into that stuff. Well, then find one that is. Find one that is. <laughs> you know, and if you can't, then go to one of these labs, these mm -hmm. third-party labs mm -hmm. that are, you know, they're good. Some mm -hmm. of them are really, really, really good. Uh, I know there's you. one that, um, you know, people have used for years called Life Extensions. And, um, you know, they sell other kinds of supplements and things there, too. But I know their lab, you can click on Test. And I mean, there's hundreds of tests and the way that works for people that don't have a primary care or whatever reasons they might have, don't want to go through their doctor, you can actually check off the tests that you want to have run. Um, this company then calls a lab and yeah, orders them about, for you. Yeah. And then you go in and you do that. They send the results back to the company and then an expert gets on the phone with you and explains what and, the yeah. results are. And then are. you can go back to your doctor and say, yeah. I had these tests. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah, so yeah. I, you know I preach mm -hmm. taking control of your own health right. and not putting that in the hands of anybody. Right. You know, asking questions. If you're not comfortable, speak up. If you're not comfortable with your medical professional change, mm -hmm. I will always, you know, be, having gone through a major, you went one, through one with your husband over a number of years, I did with my mom, the right 
fit of a medical professional with a patient is everything. It is. Yeah. It is. And sometimes and they have to not, listen. Yeah. And, and sometimes just... you get one that isn't. And mm-hmm. we fired a couple, <laughs> but you know, we switched and, uh, because we weren't happy mm-hmm. with that. And, you know, it's important that you, and this is really the big umbrella of what we're talking about today is taking care of yourself and owning that, mm-hmm. taking your power taking back in your own health. Yeah. yeah. And under that umbrella, then we're going to be talking about skincare and, of course, uh, supplementation. But in two ways you affect your skin. Again, it's from the outside, obviously. Sun exposure, what pollutants topicals you use, pollution, toxins, the type of topicals that you're putting on your skin that can mm-hmm. be very effective. Uh, skincare acids, amino acids, peptides. Um, what about uh, something like, I've also been reading, like, um, flax seed oil, you know, and... It seems like in certain countries, you know, women and men have used this oil on their skin forever. What do you know well, about that? Well, there are a lot of skin oils. Flaxseed oil is one. Olive oil, of course, mm-hmm. forever. Um, sunflower oil, mm-hmm. seed oil, all of those oils, they can be really, they can be very good for the skin. Mainly they're hydrating and protecting. When we think of oils or anything fatty, that's, that is going to help the lipid layer. Mm. So there's the moisture layer. It's really the whole thing from the mm. bone up is mm-hmm. a moisture layer. But there is the lipid layer, lipid barrier, as it's called. And mm-hmm. that, a lot of times oils, uh, castor oil has been used, coconut oil is a little, little problematical because it is very comedogenic. It can block pores. Mm-hmm. If you have a very, very dry skin, coconut oil can be very good for that. It's very good for the nails. Mm-hmm. But as an emollient, it can block pores and cause problems in people that produce a lot of oil anyway and mm-hmm. get acne breakouts from that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of shun the coconut oil unless it's a severe dry issue. But oils are easily absorbed in the surface layers of the skin. They don't penetrate too far mm-hmm. and help trap that moisture in and help protect the skin from outer issues. Mm-hmm. So not a big fan of mineral oil. There's still a lot of dermatologists even on YouTube that tell everybody it's fine using Vaseline. I'm not... A fan of petroleum products <laughs> on the skin mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. However, Vaseline has been proven to be very helpful for extreme dry skin. Again, you're capping the moisture and keeping it in, and that's what it's mm-hmm. doing. So there are uses for Vaseline that are perfectly fine. I wouldn't slather it all on that. Something called slugging that people do. They put on their skincare ingredients and then they slather on Vaseline over oh. to trap its oh. yeah. No, uh, not my thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not my thing. <laughs> it is a thing, and there are pros and cons to it. It's not my thing. So, um, so yeah, oils can be good. Just make sure that you know what's in them, that it is a pure cold-pressed oil. You always want a cold-pressed oil, which means it's been purely pressed from the seed mm-hmm. and not had any hydrogen... I can't ever say this word. Hydrogenated oils added to right. it right because those are the fatty those oils. are the ones that are have the high they're the ones that to keep it from going rancid mm-hmm. that people have problems with mostly ingesting it but you know mm-hmm. without your skin anyway mm-hmm. you want the pure oil mm-hmm. and then if you're going to use um essential oils you need to patch test those same thing you want to use a essential oil that's 100 percent essential oil so you can cut it yourself mm-hmm. with a little so like two or three drops of olive oil and one or two drops of tea tree oil we use that or lavender oil to break to, to lighten the amount of it. You don't want to put it straight on the skin. Right. And then patch test it on the inner elbow to make sure you're not subject to rashes or irritation. I love all those oils, but lavender oil for whatever reason is irritating to my skin. Just mm-hmm. one it's just whatever it is. I love lavender, but it's one of those things that just doesn't agree with my skin. So I don't use that one. Mm-hmm. Same thing, a lot of people have trouble with orange mm-hmm. oil on the skin. Because it is a citrus oil and it's full of L-ascorbic acid, which is more caustic than sodium ascorbyl phosphate. <laughs> I know I sound like a chemist, don't I? So, so yeah. So you need to patch test any kind of oil you're putting on your skin. Is the bottom line, just to, except for olive. Well, I mean any oil, but olive oil is usually really well tolerated by right, people. Right, I would think so. I would think so. So and that you just put that oil there, leave it on for a day, and if you don't get any sort of reaction, you're probably okay to do that. You want the reaction on your inner elbow, not on your face. <laughs> right. So that's why we do it there because it's a very similar thickness and sensitivity in this area as the face. Uh-huh. So that's uh-huh. why. Hmm. Interesting. 
So when you look at, I mean, like one of the products that Boomers has that I know you have used yourself mm-hmm. is um, the uh, Gladiator Barley. Mm-hmm. We have the two kinds uh, at that company, Heirloom and Gladiator. And I use Gladiator just because over the age of 50, whether you're male or female, you're losing 1% of your muscle mass every single year. So uh, it's a way to hedge off you know, losing that. But uh, what was your experience in using the barley? Because it does different things. I mean, it Yeah, does... it, they had me take that slowly because um, it's one of those things that uh, your body needs to adjust to, your mm-hmm. diet. You mm-hmm. know, you don't want to do that with anything. I wouldn't even tell people to just start downing anything. No. Um, no. You want to add Regardless in, of yeah, this, we, If, if we are. have to mix up the dog food when we change it, we probably <laughs> should, that should tell you right there, and that's an animal that's stomach is much stronger than ours. If you've ever had a dog or a cat, they can eat a lot of things, <laughs> and it doesn't bother them. So um, the biggest thing that you notice with that, um, there are two things. Within the first week or so, you do um, have some changes in your digestion because it's very fibrous. Um, and so you do you go more, a little more. But the other thing is that you have a kind of a, a um, stable, like an energetic buzz, like a lot of head buzz, like an energy mm-hmm, buzz. Mm-hmm. Like you just feel... You have more stamina. It reminded me of back in the day when ephedrine, which is an herb, ephedra came out before they created all the drugs and crap with it <laughs> and ruined it for everybody. You had a similar effect from that. You felt kind of a energy boost, not jittery energy, mm-hmm. not like a caffeine induced energetic boost, but you just have this very st- stable, you could tell about an hour after taking it a very stable. And I think it's just the way that that is broken down in the digestive tract and the way the energy is transferred mm-hmm. into your body is is why because it's a it takes a while to digest it. It's like eating oatmeal is the same thing. Any grain, whether it's ground up in a powder or not, it takes your body longer to digest that than say uh, some sort of liquid or sugars or glucose. Those things we digest very quickly. Well, one of the things that you've mentioned before, and it can be tied to. You know this barley. Um, number one, it's a sprout, and I think that's important for people to understand. Right. It's a super. It's like a superfood. Yeah, and I would consider it a superfood. Right. So people hear barley and they think, oh no, I'm I'm gluten intolerant. That's the stuff that goes in soup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's nothing like that. No. It's grown in Canada, but it reduces inflammation in the body, and so along with restoring muscle and taking toxins out of the body. Um, then it does reduce inflammation significantly. Yeah. So people that are diabetic or they have chronic health problems, you know, they will benefit. But inflammation is also that part of our skin that shows up. I mean, when we yeah. have inflammation going on inside, it does show up on the outside. <clears throat> so you've seen that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Anytime you change, I, well, I had acne severe as a as a teenager into my early twenties. So I know firsthand the role that diet plays in that. That's why I, no antibiotic was helping me, no Accutane, no topical. I had cystic acne, and I thought I was just going to have that the rest of my life. And so it wasn't until I discovered that you know sugar, refined sugar, was sparking that and making it worse. That was the key. That's when I began to understand the role of diet, and then I'd been on antibiotics, and I needed to take mm. probiotics. This is in the 80s. This was, there was no internet. There was none of that stuff. Uh, I had to go to the library. I had to go to herbal stores. I had to work at the information. But once I got that all figured out, and I went on a three-day fast, uh, and Edgar Casey, people can look him up, called The Sleeping Prophet in the 1940s, would go into a hypnotic state and give out these at the time people thought they were really strange things to do for different ailments but they worked this is all documented they actually worked and so one of the things that he recommended for people that had issues like acne or rosacea or any of those skin inflammatory diseases now again this is the 40s 40s they didn't have names for this stuff yet right so they would go on the fast they would stop all food vacation basically and they would eat a certain type of apple, Red Delicious, which is a very, not very sweet, very fibrous. It's that big apple that we look, that we see that people give the teacher, uh-huh. the one that looks like a tooth, uh-huh. not the round ones. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, they're very fibrous. They're not very sweet. 
Um, and you had to eat those for three days and get a colonic and get that. Well, I did that. And guess what? Your acne went the away. The acne went away. The marks in my skin left from the old acne went away. The whites of my eyes got very clear. I didn't lose a whole lot of weight because I was a skinny kid back then. But I felt great. And anytime I would get off the wagon for a while, for a number of years, and eat sugary stuff, I would start to break out and I'd go right back mm. to not eating it. So diet plays a really important part. And mm. one of the things I had to take out was grains because the way we get grains were in bread and, you know, sugar and bread and stuff. A lot less antibiotics and things back then, like we have now in, in, in our meats. But getting off of all of that really made a difference. So when you take something like a sprout barley that's a sprout, it's not producing the gluten and I think that's where you're talk, going with mm-hmm, that, that people mm-hmm. normally think of when we eat grains. Mm-hmm. There's, there's gluten in certain grains. Gluten right. is wheat. Right. Okay, barley That's what is, makes it stick yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. So that's why, you know, oatmeal works for some people. Oats, it's a different type of protein. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I have a, one of my dogs can't eat chicken. because She has an issue with the protein in chicken, but she can have turkey, or she can have beef, or she can have lamb. And the other dog can have whatever. But if we give her chicken, she has ish, itchy issues. Mm-hmm. Same thing in humans. So, you know, it's if you have a, a uh, reaction to something, you got to take it out of your diet for a while. Right. But you won't have that with this because it's sprouts. It's the sprout. It's not the actual grain you're eating. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, they, they should call it barley sprouts. <laughs> I know that... Gladiator it, sprouts. <laughs> yeah. They probably should. Um, I know that it... You know, like if you go to their website... Um, and you, you know, they have like blogs and videos there that explain what this actually is. And I guess the gladiators, which is why they call it gladiator barley, by the way, but the gladiators of old, you know, back in Roman days, they actually used this technology then. And it made the men so much bigger and so much stronger than all of the other people. Right. And so they were able to do, you know, what they did in battle and you know, jousting each other and, and whatnot. But they, uh, the bones of those archaeologists have actually found their bones and analyzed them. And they were heavier, you know, and it was all because of the sprout that they actually ate uh, as part of their diet. Yeah, yeah I read all of that. So it's, uh, you know, anything you do to reduce inflammation is good. Mm-hmm. And that does do that as one of the benefits of the enzymes and the amino acids in that particular grain Mm -hmm. it does help with that so Mm -hmm. you know so that's going to make a big difference in your skin inflammation when we say inflammation people often think of swelling or you know when you get a cut and it turns red as it heals there's there's good inflammation that's Mm -hmm. inflammation that's bringing blood and nutrients to the skin cells or the area that needs to be healed Mm -hmm. But when the body is in a constant state of inflammation, that means that the immune system is turned on. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Over time, it can turn on itself. It can begin to look for things that would normally not be a problem and turn it into a problem. That's right. what people have. That's the autoimmune. Yeah. So it can, you know, if you let it go on too long, there's always going to be some degree. But I, from what I remember with this, and I only took that for one session, it was over a couple of months, that people have gone and gotten tested the markers for inflammation, uh, inflammation yeah. and then they have always reduced after they yeah. yep. after they take this product. So Absolutely. it's it really is good for that, and it's not going to, you know, it's not going to be hard to digest. It's it's just it's you take so little of it anyway. It's not really you take a whole lot to me. Um, you start very small. Um, by the time you finish, like when I first started using it four years ago. It was, you start with like a half a teaspoon. Right. And unless you're, you know, super sensitive to it, and then you can go on what's called a slow start, you know, method. But you start with a half a teaspoon for a week, and then you go to one teaspoon, and then two, and then three. And three teaspoons is equivalent to, uh, it's a small scoop that's actually in the canister. Right. And I think it might be equivalent to, I'm just thinking of a measuring cup, you know, less than a quarter cup for sure. Yeah, that's not, uh, it's not it's a, a whole lot. Amount. It's yeah. not a big amount. No. It's not like when you take protein powders and you no. have to have two giant scoops of that, yeah. right, no, to no, get no, the protein. No. Yeah, so, right. no. Yeah. And this is um, actually 12, 20 grams of pre-digested protein. Yeah. So in an amino acid form, it goes to work immediately in right. the body to start doing what it needs to do. 
But I also um, have mentioned to people on the show in the past, the inflammation marker, the test you take is C-reactive protein. You right. just um, ask for your doctor to run a CRP. So cat, um, you know, rabbit, uh, whatever. Pony. <laughs> Pony, yeah. Pony, uh, I was trying to think, what, what's parrot. the other piece? Parrot. Yeah, but it's a, a C-reactive protein test. And you want that marker to be below one. And I know mine is a 0.3. And I will attribute it, you know, just to being sure that I am taking products that reduce inflammation because every single disease that we get in life starts as inflammation. Yeah, that's someplace. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that's it what I'm does. Saying. If you're, if you're and, in a constant state of that, and you know, it, that is why we see, um, which I always find it fascinating. It's sad, but it's fascinating. Pictures of people who have more than burnt the candle at both ends. Let's just put it that way. In their 20s, um, they did some drugs, uh, heavy smoking, lots of drinking, burn the candle at both ends. It really begins to show up, even if they stop mm-hmm. in their early 30s. You know, if they spend their 20s doing that, or they're nowadays their teens and their 20s doing that, versus someone who did not, mm-hmm. the aging process is accelerated just like crazy yeah crazy the the you know or the people that were out in the sun that were sun worshipers with no sunscreen you know if you walk past them on the beach i mean they can have this beautiful brown color to them but their skin looks like leather yeah yeah if it's not falling off you know hanging down this i don't have any of that stuff at my age i don't have anything and I attribute that to sunscreen and fitness exercise mm-hmm. throughout my, starting about my mid-20s, every, for about a year or two, I'll go really hard at, and by hard, I mean very consistently working out, lifting the weights, doing that stuff, the cardio, and then I take, and this is something I did intuitively, it's weird, now this is what they tell you to do, but I would take three or four or five, maybe even six months and not do a whole lot of that. I wouldn't gain a bunch of weight. That's not, I just would like cool it. Mm-hmm. And then I would get motivated to do it again. And now there are studies coming out talking about how those breaks in the exercise allow your body to accommodate what you've done and really thoroughly heal from the process of the weightlifting and all mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to lose a lot of ground in six months right. or even three months. And then when you, when you, it's like a, step up so when you go back to do it again you're already in a stronger state and your body's more receptive right right and you're not exercise. constantly breaking yeah, it down you're not constantly breaking it down i did i just did that intuitively but now there are studies mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. showing that people that do that they have the heavier periods of exercise and they go lighter for a while mm-hmm. then they go back to a, a more strenuous uh circumstance actually benefit more from that i was like oh, wow <laughs> I knew that all along. <laughs> Not really. It's just how I, it was intuitively. I listened to my body a lot. I learned to do that early with the skincare thing. Sure, sure. And I was thinking, what is the big difference between men and women with skincare? I mean, I think women. Well, mostly it's in their head. Yeah, okay. You know, it's that whole thing. I got to be special. You know, and women have been women have been into skincare since ancient times. I mm-hmm. mean, they find all sorts of stuff. Uh, men, not so much. And I think the big difference is, is through evolution, men, because they were not as careful, obviously, uh, out running around trying to find food and what have you and fight wars, which is still doing that. But anyway, um, there is a degree of evolutionary difference in the skin. Men don't bear children, so the hormone structure is obviously different. Um, although... Testosterone plays a huge role in women's skin health. How so? It just both of them, estrogen and men's health, because mm-hmm. it it plays a part in the role of collagen production and healing. We all have both sets, and one has more than the other. And mm-hmm. there's there's other forms. I'm trying to keep this simple without going into a whole bunch of scientific stuff again. There are other, um, what was like, sort of like forms of testosterone that men produce that women don't have, don't mm-hmm. need. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's what makes us really different at birth. But testosterone is a very stabilizing 
hormone. It helps the body use calcium and build muscle mass. Mm-hmm. You, so you can see why that would be important in both. Yes. So the K2, even though men need it, women have less of that. So the K2 sort of helps, vitamin K2 sort of helps that process, augments that process mm-hmm. for the women and helps, you know, reduce osteoporosis and bone breaks and that sort of thing. Right, because so. you can see with a lot of um, smaller framed men, let's say, that, you know, they get osteoporosis just as much you as can, women yeah. do. And, and I, I see that dowager hump. Yeah, I, just, I just had my hormone test. Uh, it's only been like three or four weeks ago. Third party, Everly, I think is who did it, mm-hmm. and came back great. Mm-hmm. So I knew because I work... Some of the things that I do support that anyway. Right. So it wasn't really high, but it wasn't. It was in the in the normal range. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was really good to get that back and see that because that was more confirmation for me that the workouts and the way that I'm eating, taking the collagen peptides. I also take Super Beats because mm-hmm. I really believe in the 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 nitrous oxide levels in the blood need to be. Stay right. elevated to yeah. keep you from having a heart attack. Right. So there are a lot of things you can do with supplements that are mm-hmm. good. You don't pay for them. The good ones cost money. Um, I always tell people that, you know, they're like, oh, they're so expensive. Like, well, you can buy versions of things that are less costly. But what you'll find is that there's a lot of churn with those products. People don't stick with them because they don't get the benefits. Mm-hmm. And the quality control practices really aren't there. Right. You can private label anything these days right. from a lab right. without even being but responsible for what's in it. But if it, does, if it doesn't work, it's no. like throwing uh, the money away. So, you know, the the Gladiator barley is not the cheapest thing in the world. The Super Beets isn't the cheapest thing in the world. Collagen peptide certainly not the cheapest thing in the world, but it's a whole heck of a lot less than being ill. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that they're proven. those things are proven to be beneficial. They're not going to make you sick. They're not going to make cancer grow more faster. Yeah. You know, all the stuff people try to throw out there. On the, they're not going to do that kind of stuff. But they're, all they're there to do is give you the mix of in, in, um, nutrients and amino acids, minerals, and vitamins that your body needs to use mm-hmm. to repair and perpetuate itself. Right, right. So we're not trying to cure a disease by taking, although some people get cured, quote unquote, from mm-hmm. certain things mm-hmm. by taking this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. they were so deficient. Right. And and that's really the key. That's it. So it's not like this is medicine. It is it is making sure that your nutrition is balanced so it mm-hmm. supports your skin health, your bone health. You know, I go, when, when I talk on the nutrition side, I do talk about skin because it is a reflection of that. But you don't stop at your skin, right. you know, so there's, you know, there's your sub layers of your skin. There's the fatty tissue. There's the right. muscle underneath. There's the blood vessels. It's you your, you, it you got to support it all. Yeah. So, yeah. um, you know, plastic surgery, I always tell people none of these things, uh, well, I preach patience. Let me back up. I preach, pa- preach patience in skincare because, when you take supplements or when you use topicals or you do anything this way or herbal ingredients, it takes time for the results to become apparent. Mm-hmm. And you have to be patient. Plastic surgery is going to give you an instant lift. You're going to be purple for a while mm-hmm. until you heal. You know, liposuction, all of those type of things can make you skinny, but there are risks and price you're going to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not correcting the problem. You know, if you're eating, we'll go use weight loss because this is one that people really get. If you're overeating or you're eating foods that for you, your body doesn't burn correctly, because some people would eat a hamburger every single day with fries, never have a cholesterol problem, and never get fat. There are people that do that all the way till they die. I have a couple uncles that were like that. Hmm. Skinny till the day they died. They could eat anything, and they did. Fried chicken every Sunday from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> every Sunday. Okay. And they lived a ripe old age, and they were they they smoked too. One of them spit. Oh, like tobacco. T- tobacco, yeah. yeah. Okay. So who knows? But if you're a person who you can't eat all that stuff, and you gain weight, and you don't feel good, and your cholesterol is off the charts, and the doctor's like, you got to stop that. But you got to take that into account for mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and then you got to give those changes time to work. 
mm-hmm. because it's going to take time. The body cells mm-hmm. don't just fall off and replace themselves in one day. It's a it's a process. Right. Skin for all of us over fifty, it's a couple of months before we replace the outer. No matter what we're doing, we can speed that up a little bit with like alpha hydroxy acids and skincare products that will help do that, or skin peels certainly will help speed that process up. Right. But there's nothing to, to speed the body's function of producing new cells up other than nutrition. Mm-hmm. And now we have most of the red light therapies that I'm testing. Those are very, very promising. They're growing hair, helping people grow hair. They're helping reduce T-length uh, spider veins. They're helping to the body to produce more collagen more quickly to thicken up. You know, we have products like retinols, which are retinoic acid, vitamin A. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes in the skin and turns on those receptors on the cells to produce more collagen and mm-hmm. gives you a more youthful looking skin over mm-hmm. time. But again, you're talking a month or two, even if you go on a prescription version, which is tretinoin, of vitamin A. And a lot of people listening, I'm sure they're familiar with that because that's the number one recommended anti-aging cream that's a prescription is retin-A. Mm-hmm. So all those things work, but they take time. Well, and... You know, a lot of those are topical in so far, mm-hmm. but they're not going to give you the cardiovascular health, no. or they're not going to no. give you some of those things no, you gotta that support, are equally important. You, you got to think about this: when people are sedentary, they produce weaker and weaker cells. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to the mitochondria and the telomeres that mm-hmm. we're producing weaker. It's a vicious cycle. That's why they tell keep if you get older, get your butt off the couch. So when you're active, and I'm not saying you got to work out like you don't have to go to the gym, but when you're an active person, that you're up and around, you're moving, and maybe you're going for walks or you're doing light jogging or you know, you're doing light workouts, you are producing, which you will see later, mm-hmm. healthier and healthier cells. Mm-hmm. That's proven. Mm-hmm. That's scientific. That's not airy-fairy, some weird study out of you know Timbuktu that said this worked for five people. This is proven. Medical doctors preach this stuff to people all the time, well, and, 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 and because because it can make such a big difference, it doesn't add years to your life. It's quality. It's quality, yeah. To and I, I think what the other thing that I want to make sure that we kind of point out is, you know, these last two years, I mean, our stress level has been through the roof oh, yeah. for everybody. We've been tested um, on everything. Yeah, the um, you know. It's called the COVID-30, but uh, there are doctors who are saying it wasn't 15 pounds, like the freshman 15 that everybody gained. It was literally 30 pounds of weight that people picked up because they stayed in, they stayed home, the stress made them eat their favorite foods, which were more... They didn't sleep well, which raises cortisol levels. Yeah, it's a a domino effect, yes. It definitely has been. So now that we're kind of coming out of this, you know, what I keep stressing to people is... You know, know those numbers. The C-reactive protein, know that number. And if it's above one, get it down. Know your D3 number. You know, if your D3 isn't above 70, get it up. Because people that were dying of COVID had very high inflammation. They, most of them were obese. You know, there's uh, shows that are coming out all the time with that. Um, They had very low um, immune function. So a lot of them were in the 20s. You know, in the 30s. I mean, 35 is considered normal, and yet it's a long ways away from 70. Yeah. And optimum is 70 well, or above. And, and there's the whole, you know, one of the great things about the barley that they don't really talk about, but that I know from the nutritional side, is that it helps create an alkaline environment in the body. Mm-hmm. And alkaline is so much better for you. You're not going to get colds. And right. the flu, your viruses have a very difficult time in an alkaline environment. Cancer now, does certain, too. certain blood types lend to that. I'm on O. O's do lend to that. Um, type A's tend to go more acid. This was funny. It's A for acid, but it's type A. And the B's, it's kind of in the middle, depending. But O's tend to be more alkaline. And of course, you know, O negative. I can only have O negative blood, but I can give blood to anybody. Mm-hmm. So they found that. Just like HIV and some of the other viruses like COVID have a hard time in that body environment. And they were, they were first attributed the, the blood type had something. Well, your blood, it has to do with how your cell, your white cells and your red cells have these little uh, receptors on them. Mm-hmm. And the way the virus gets in 
business with you is it's able to attach to those attach, receptors and right. invade the cell. So right. so O's were missing some of those mm. receptors. Not all, because some O's, I got, I got COVID. I didn't get very sick with it, but I did get it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean you won't get it. But I think more than anything, my alkaline diet, my activity level is the reason why I did so well with it. Mm-hmm. And I had a roommate comes in, oh, I've got the sniffles, I caught so-and-so's cold. Uh, I'm like, I won't catch the cold. I'm, very, I'm washing my hands at the sink, which is kind of funny. I was washing my hands at the sink, but I was like, I won't catch your cold. Don't worry about it. I won't get it. Mm-hmm. And well, why, how do you know you won't get it? Because I don't get colds. Well, and also that is that's a mental thing. <laughs> yeah, I won't get too. your cold. Yeah, enjoy, right. have yeah, fun, right. have fun with it. Have fun here's, with that. Here's a box of Kleenex. I'm not going to get your cold. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and of course, that's it's been a couple of weeks. I didn't get the cold. <laughs> it's like, of course, I'm not going to get the cold. Right. One, thank you for letting me know you have it. Right. So I can make sure that I wipe down the stuff that you touch, right. that I touch. But even if I didn't do that. I'm around cold bar. It's so funny because we are walking around. If they could, somebody should do this. They may have. Do a video of the germs, quote unquote. No, they probably shouldn't do that because the people would just freak they, out. They would freak out. <laughs> they would freak out and catch everything known to man right. because it's right. around you all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah. All that your is... body, your body's getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. Your body, your mucous membranes are trapping it. Mm-hmm. Your body's getting a little, little of it and going, oh, we got that. We got that. We got yeah. that handled. Right. You never even get sick. Right. But the minute you start the mentality of something and you put the fear in it, right. oh my then God. It, it's opening the doors and saying, come on in. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, what is it? What is it? The, the Esther Hicks Abraham says, nothing spreads, the, nothing spreads va- faster than the virus of fear. Oh, that's a good statement. That is that's a an very, Abraham statement. Yeah, that's how big. That, that was came so out when COVID true. was going on. Yeah, it's so like true. you know the the and you know I know not everybody believes in that stuff, but but what Abraham said about that was that the COVID like any virus was going to grow and then go away. I mean that's what they do. It was the fear factor that we had to worry about, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that and that's been proven. That's proven out to be very true. So I see both sides of that whole controversy. I'm not going to walk around in fear. I got vaccinated. I believe in those and I trust them because as a kid I got them. You know, I had so I grew up with that. People who didn't grow up in that, I can see where their fear of that would come from. And then there's all the misinformation on both. You know, it's just it's a personal decision. You make it, but know that your belief system. Is going to play a large part in your health mm-hmm. and how you deal with anything, whether you get the flu, COVID, a cold, cancer. Right. Now there are people that cure themselves of cancer, and I just always find that so fascinating mm-hmm. that they're like, "I'm not going to die from this. Forget that mess." They make up their make up their mind, and their desire is so strong that they cure it. Now they may be using techniques and chemo and whatever, but they get well and they go on. Right. They don't let it devastate them. And that goes back again to that, you know, if we are 50 trillion cells, where do you want to vibrate? Do you want to vibrate on a positive frequency or a fear-based one? Yeah. And that's the decision. Fear causes, what what does it cause? Inflammation. Inflammation. Stress causes what? Inflammation. Inflammation causes you problems. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. Right. So, you know, how this all relates to skin and skincare, which is what I usually spend the whole thing talking about, is that... Yes, you should use ingredients that are good for your skin, that are proven, and you can go to my channel and find all that stuff out. I'm not going to list them all on here. We'd be here all day. But, you know, hydrate your skin, hydrate the inside. Mm -hmm. Feed your skin, feed the inside. Cleanse your skin, cleanse the inside. (laughs) Do you use probiotics? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had work done on my teeth. Uh Um, I'm very fortunate at my age. I have almost all my teeth now. I was very reluctant to lose one. But it was in the best interest of my health to lose that tooth because mm-hmm. I fought with it and fought with it. And um, I had to go on penicillin for two weeks. I probably didn't have to, but I'm going to follow, you know, my belief is such about yeah. that. I'm, I know myself. I'm like, if I don't do it, then any little weird thing I feel, I'm going to think I'm, coming, I'm dying from the tooth or something. So I will, <laughs> I know myself, so I will take the antibiotics. They work. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be sure that I go out and get the correct probiotics. And mm-hmm. again, they were expensive. They were more money than the prescription. Sure. 
Because, you know, the good stuff, good probiotics are 50, 60, 100 bucks. So I took those to make sure I didn't end up with the digestive mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, um, on an average, five to six pounds of bacteria in our gut. Oh, yeah, and, it needs to know, be there. Yeah. <laughs> Most of it. Some yeah. of it doesn't need to be. Candida doesn't need to. Yeast doesn't no, need to right. be right. But, I mean, having that balance, making sure that if yeah. you have probiotics with a prebiotic that it can keep the balance in your gut so the flora is healthy yeah it's so funny because in the mid-2000s right as activia was coming out on the market i was preaching gut health for acne issues like Mm -hmm. making sure that if you you that you did the food vacation you took dairy out of your diet processed dairy there's a lot of for a lot of women that get the hormonal acne. There's some mm-hmm. sort of thing in the with reduced fat, cheese, dairy products cause problems for people. So that was one of the things I talked about. And then I talked about how you had to balance that gut health. And of course, the book was very popular, and that fast played a pivotal point in the book. Mm-hmm. Now the book wasn't how to get acne free; was how I got acne free. Mm-hmm. So it was my story. So very difficult for people to argue the points with me because it wasn't written as this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. It was written, this is what happened to me, this is what I did, and this is the outcome. Mm-hmm. So you can't argue with a person's story, right? Yeah. So I had a, I had a show uh, in Philadelphia with a, not the Dr. Mike on YouTube now, the funny one, the young guy. He's really great. I listen to my favorite channels. But there was another Dr. Mike that was a celebrity doctor in Philadelphia. I don't even know if he's still alive now, actually. Anyway, um, and I went on there, and back then Fox News had the thing about trying to, like, pit you, pit the two theories mm-hmm, mm-hmm. together, and they didn't tell me in advance. Mm-hmm. But I handled it very well. Again, it's easy when it's your story and it's the truth. Right. It's right. just easy. So he was poo-pooing the uh, efficacy of fasting and probiotics and... Um, this is so funny. The next story up after that was the the MRSA issue. Oh wow! The superbugs in hospitals yeah. because of overuse of pro of antibiotics. Yeah, so it queued up. You know, the bump came up while we were on the break in the in that piece of the show, and he turned as red as the light on your microphone. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so after it was over, he the you know uh, he came up and said. It's a really good book. I don't agree with everything you did, but your story, you went through it, so I can't argue with what your experience is. And and the uh, the, the newscaster said, you're really good. I want that book for my teenager. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, so the point of all of that is, again, is just taking responsibility for your health. I tell people this all the time. One, I preach patience, and two, I preach results. Mm-hmm. If you take something and you get nothing out of it, it's not you. Either that particular product is not helping you because you're not deficient in whatever it's providing, or you just it just doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. Same thing in skincare products. You know, some people go out and buy. Some people can't tolerate retinol no matter what. It right. just their body doesn't like retinoic acid. Part of the reason is that retinol has to convert on the skin three times before it becomes retinoic acid. So, you know, it's, it's, it's retinol, then retinaldehyde, then retinoic acid, which is what your skin right. uses. Right. And that conversion process is a chemical process and it irritates a lot of people's skin. So you can use retinaldehydes. Now we have those retinol with an A. It's very yellow. Um, you can put it on your skin. There's only one conversion. A lot of people can tolerate that. But there are people they can't tolerate it at all, but they want those benefits. Well, there are other acids that can help you that are similar effect of retinol, but are not retinol. So, mm-hmm. you know, why would you keep putting something on your skin that's irritating? True. You don't want to do that. True. It's not working for you. So I try to, to level that field for people because the skincare industry and some supplements some of the supplement industry is the way it's advertised it leads you to think you're going to get instant results. Yeah. And yeah. that's not what's And that happen. is, yeah. And so or that it's not the product, it's you. You have a problem. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so that's a good place for us to end today's show because I think, you know, patience 
is is the oh, answer yeah. for anything, whether it's um, a nutritional product, give it time. Give it the 30 to 60 days yep, to two see months, at least if two months, yeah. you see a difference. And the same with topicals on your face going out. So inside out, outside in, and patience. Those are yep. kind of the ways we're going to look it. at this. Yep. Tell them where they can um, see your show, please. Uh, the YouTube channel is YouTube slash Chris Gibson Live. And the great thing about that is I have so many videos. You can go right on there and type my name and a skincare condition and mm -hmm. the video comes up. You don't even have to find the channel. It just comes up. And then, of course, I'm on Facebook, Chris Gibson Friends. Uh -huh. And I'm on Instagram, Chris Gibson Friends and Skin So Fabulous. So you can find me a bunch of different ways. Oh, and if somebody has a specific question, which one is the best one for them to um, use? The, just... When you go to the YouTube channel, it's my email address, which is chrisgibsonlive at gmail.com. Okay. So it's the same. So, okay. But it's listed on any of those places. You can Find message it. me okay. and I can get it. All but. right. That is so super. Um, I will see you again towards the end of February. I love having you as my guest. And uh, everybody go out there and please make this your best life by looking at nutrition and, and, you know, in this particular case, it is the health of your skin that will reflect whatever it is you're doing inside and outside. So make it a great day, people. We'll see you next time. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one -on -one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.